Section 1 of Summer in a Garden and Calvin, A Study of Character. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Mark Penfold. Section 1 Summer in a Garden. Introductory Letter my dear mr fields i did promise to write an introduction to these charming papers but an introduction what is it a sort of pilaster put upon the face of a building for looks sake and usually flat very flat sometimes it may be called a caryatid which is as i understand it a cruel device of architecture representing a man or a woman obliged to hold up upon his or her head or shoulders a structure which they did not build and which could stand just as well without as with them but an introduction is more apt to be a pillar such as one may see in baalbek standing up in the air all alone with nothing on it and with nothing for it to do but an introductory letter is different there is in that no formality no assumption of function no awkward propriety or dignity to be sustained a letter at the opening of a book may be only a footpath leading the curious to a favorable point of observation and then leaving them to wander as they will sluggards have been sent to the ant for wisdom but writers might better be sent to the spider not because he works all night and watches all day but because he works unconsciously he dare not even bring his work before his own eyes but keeps it behind him as if too much knowledge of what one is doing would spoil the delicacy and modesty of one's work almost all graceful and fanciful work is born like a dream that comes noiselessly and tarries silently and goes as a bubble bursts and yet somewhere work must come in real well-considered work Ines, the best american painter of nature in her moods of real human feeling once said no man can do anything in art unless he has intuitions but between whiles one must work hard in collecting the materials out of which intuitions are made the truth could not be hit off better knowledge is the soil and intuitions are the flowers which grow up out of it the soil must be well enriched and worked it is very plain or will be to those who read these papers now gathered up into this book as into a chariot for a race that the author has long employed his eyes his ears and his understanding in observing and considering the facts of nature and in weaving curious analogies being an editor of one of the oldest daily newspapers in new england and obliged to fill its columns day after day as the village mill is obliged to render every day so many sacks of flour or of meal to its hungry customers it naturally occurred to him why not write something which i myself as well as my readers shall enjoy the market gives them facts enough politics lies enough art affectations enough criminal news horrors enough fashion more than enough of vanity upon vanity and vexation of purse why should they not have some of those wandering and joyous fancies which solace my hours the suggestion ripened into execution men and women read and wanted more 
these garden letters began to blossom every week and many hands were glad to gather pleasure from them a sign it was of wisdom in our feverish days it is a sign of health or of convalescence that men love gentle pleasure and enjoyments that do not rush or roar but distill as the dew the love of rural life the habit of finding enjoyment in familiar things that susceptibility to nature which keeps the nerve gently thrilled in her homeliest nooks and by her commonest sounds is worth a thousand fortunes of money or its equivalents every book which interprets the secret lore of fields and gardens every essay that brings men nearer to the understanding of the mysteries which every tree whispers every brook murmurs every weed even hints is a contribution to the wealth and happiness of our kind and if the lines of the writer shall be traced in quaint characters and be filled with a grave humour or break out at times into merriment all this will be no presumption against their wisdom or his goodness is the oak less strong and tough because the mosses and weather stains stick in all manner of grotesque sketches along its bark now truly one may not learn from this little book either divinity or horticulture but if he gets a pure happiness and a tendency to repeat the happiness from the simple stores of nature he will gain from our friend's garden what adam lost in his and what neither philosophy nor divinity has always been able to restore wherefore thanking you for listening to a former letter which begged you to consider whether these curious and ingenious papers that go winding about like a half-trodden path between the garden and the field might not be given in book form to your million readers i remain yours to command in everything but the writing of an introduction henry ward beecher the end of section one recording by mark Penfold.